All right, quick note before we get started. I'm gonna go ahead and explain the reason for the break. More or less mental health. Took a mental health break and trying to figure out how to bring some new life into this podcast because I really want to keep doing it. And I want to make these shows a little bit more digestible for the audience. Also, life gets in the way because bills got to be paid and all that good shit. So let me go ahead and hit you with some updates. First of all, writing projects. It has been officially 10 years since I published a book. Yeah, that's too damn long. So I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of writing. I'm in the middle of doing some work. Knowing me, knowing me, my perfectionist ass is going to take forever to get that shit to Draco to edit because he keeps fucking hounding me. He going, I'm going to keep getting messages from him and our discord and in my DMs. Hey, bitch, where's my book? Where's my book? I'm supposed to be editing and all this stuff. And all this other shit is the same way he hounds me about his edits. Bitch, you know how Taj is. Wait, motherfucker. I so listen through to listen through to the episode through the entire episode for some for a little short word from yours truly. Cue the music.
Alright y'all, welcome back to Tighten Up And let's just go ahead and jump into the topic So you may have heard a little bit In the last episode when I was talking with Draco about Predatory and abusive women So I'm gonna go ahead and elaborate So in the middle of December, basically the end of last year I get a DM from my from my maternal parental unit who then tells me that her maternal parental unit is ba was basically on her way out of this life and at the top of last month she ended up she ended up passing away so for good or bad you know for good or bad despite all the psychological and emotional abuse and yes she raised me and weapon and attempted to weaponize me against my mother and i guess used me for whatever benefit that she thought she could get Okay, let me stop right there because I'm gonna go ahead and drop two disclaimers. First disclaimer, I am not here to dispel illusions, to dispel anyone's illusions about this woman. I'm not here to shatter y'all's image of this woman. I'm her, I'm basically here to talk about, I'm just basically here to talk about what I what I experienced which leads in which leads into the second disclaimer should anyone take offense and I'm pretty sure there I'm pretty sure there will be relatives who listen and there will be relations who listen and probably take offense and feel some type of way about me speaking you know er everybody knows the the 808 clause disclaimer where I'm not required to by any circumstance give a sweet potato french fried titty fuck so I'm not gonna even go into that long-winded ass disclaimer but the topic for tonight is why speaking ill of the dead is and you know what let's just let's just shoot straight that whole quote, don't speak ill of the dead, you can only say good things about the dead, is bullshit. Because there, you know, there, there's some bad people. There's some bad people out there, hell, alive right now, and when they're gone, I'm sure, I'm sure the people in their life that were plagued with them are gonna have nothing but terrible fucking things to say maybe not openly because they want to present an image but you know but you know they're gonna be like oh well fuck that motherfucker and all that other shit woo wapi bam and all of that also there's there's a bunch of terrible ass people throughout history not just american history but in the world Dead and gone, obviously dead and fucking gone. 
and we say all kind and we say all kind of ill shit about them not because we want to talk trash but because they were terrible fucking human beings like take take timothy fucking mcveigh for example motherfucker blew motherfucker blew up a building and killed 170 fucking people what kind you think i'm gonna get it you think anybody gave that some bitch a glowing review at his fucking funeral provided the motherfucker had a funeral because i'm sure whatever family he had just stuffed his ass into a matchbox and said do whatever the fuck you want with me take me personally for example i there are relative i have my own share of relatives that are fucking dead that are fucking deceased and i have nothing and i have nothing good to say about them in fact i've said i've spoken on them one in particular one in particular murdered my fucking cat when i was 11. this individual was fucking terrible to me throughout childhood adolescence and even in adulthood one of my biggest fuck she was one of my biggest fucking tormentors she was one of my biggest fucking tormentors and i find i find out she passed away i find out she passed away and sorry not sorry the first fucking thing the first fucking thing i did was fucking celebrate because that's a weight lifted off my fucking shoulders. Fucker. Fucker. She was a terrible. She was a terrible fucking person to me. I'm, and the reason I didn't go to her funeral is because I, is because I would have turned the motherfucker. I probably would have turned the motherfucker out. But that was well over five. But that was well over five years. It's been well over five years since she passed. And I'm still relieved. But at this stage, but at this stage in time, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. So anyway, moving back to my maternal parents, narcissistic maternal parent who departed at the top of last month at the top of last month i tr i even explain i even explained this to my mother and i was processing my emotions with draco and draco asked me draco asked me how did i feel when it finally happened he asked me well how do you feel at this point nothing i didn't feel anything if anything i if anything if i was to mourn anything it would have been the person i felt like she should have been to me even now even now i have no regrets i have no regrets from 
about walking away from about walking away from my relations in 2017 because I wanted no part of that toxicity. It, I wanted no part of that toxicity. I wanted nothing else to do with it. I do. I did what I did for me. And as far as this one, and as far as this lady, I left her to the ones that she so highly fucking, that she so highly fucking favored over me. Cause she met, it's like, you cannot treat somebody. You cannot treat someone like you hate them and then expect them to stick and then expect them to stick around. You can't, you can't constantly, you can't constantly shower disdain upon me. You can't, con you, you can't constantly try to force me, put me in positions to make me fucking crawl and beg for your respect. Look, man, look, I bent over back. I bent over backwards for this woman. I contorted myself. I contorted myself. I bent myself fucking backwards for this old lady. Just to be considered good enough. That was all I ever fuck. That was all I ever fucking wanted was to be fucking respected. Your second husband. I gave up my fucking adolescence. I gave up my motherfucking adolescence to play in-home fucking CNA. I gave. I had this shit ripped from me. I didn't give it up just to play in-home CNA. And then you saw. And then your sorry ass son gets. Your sorry ass son gets out and he can't even step up. I'm on my way to graduating from fucking high school. And up until the day her second fucking husband passed away in 2008. I was there. I was visiting at that fucking nursing home. I was there. I was fucking visiting more than his own children. I was there more than her sorry ass son. I was there more than her. Like when my senior year in high school, nigga, I literally walked from the, I literally walked from the fucking high school campus down, fuck down the fucking street to that, down the fucking street to that nursing home. And you can't tell, and you can't tell me I didn't even, even when I was in university, when I was in fucking university, I go straight, I go straight from class, get on the fucking Metro link, get on the fucking bus, go see him, make sure, you know, and I'd help give, I'd help bathe him. I'd help bathe him, help, help change his, change his clothes, get him ready for bed. Cause I would go in the fucking evenings, make sure he's getting fed. I make, I did my part to make sure everything was copacetic. Now I had no actual fucking say but I was a physical fucking presence there and ain't no motherfucker go, ain't no motherfucker gonna tell me different shit you got me fucked you got me fucked
all the way up. I dare y'all to fuck. I dare y'all to fucking try. <laughs> Look. You know, my mom. My mom also said that. She said to me that it was sad. That I felt that I feel the way I feel. Though I have. Though my feelings are valid, that, that I have a right to my feelings. I didn't just end up this way. I did not end up this way fucking overnight. I didn't end up this way overnight. I didn't just wake up one. I didn't just wake up one morning and said, man. And say, man, man, fuck, fuck all that. No, man. It was years. It was years of being fucking verbally beat down. It was years of emotionally being treated, treated like shit. And it got worse. And it got worse when, as I said, her fucking sorry ass son got out of fucking jail. And this is the same. But you know what? You, you know, I guess since this is actually her fucking son, but I got treated. I got treated like this because this old lady hated my maternal parental unit. Now, I'm going to say to my parental unit, yeah, I feel like this, and I didn't just end up like this overnight. I, But my question to you is, how the fuck do you not feel what I feel? Look at what she did to you. She abandoned you at two years old. She abandoned you at two years old. She kept me from you. She kept me from you while you were in fucking prison. Even when you got out and fixed your fucking life. Even when you got out and fixed your fucking life. She fucking kept me from you. She tried to fucking weaponize me against you. She tried to turn me against you. But you're asking... Why I feel the way I feel? Why the fuck don't you feel why, what I feel? How do you not resent this? How did you not resent this old lady? But this is something else that I talked about with Draco. And it was more or less a mother daughter. It was more or less the whole mother daughter jealousy thing that occurs within the black community. <sighs> like, seriously, but on the real though, the only thing I can't even, I can't even mourn this lady for real. I just, I can't. Honestly, I stopped resenting her right back some time ago, man. And I just pitied what she had become. She let her own, she never tried to overcome her own traumas growing up. Being an only child in a turbulent, 
with a turbulent childhood of her own and i'm sure the 40s the 40s the 50s it wasn't even like you know and losing your own and losing a child so young will scar you but will scar you for the rest of your life Ugh. like i said you know i just hope what i just hope that maybe in the next life while transitioning into the next life that she finds peace that she found that she found peace that all her that all the pain from her own trauma has stopped she's found fucking that she's found something i can't i can't mourn i can't mourn this lady i can't mourn what i ne- i cannot mourn what i never had you know because everybody talk everybody talk about how they have all these sweet ass loving ass grandmamas i didn't have that i did and i'm sure there's a lot of fucking people that can say the same And I'm sure somebody's gonna wonder, well, Taj, why didn't Taj, why didn't you attend the funeral? Okay. Why Taj didn't attend the funeral? Taj was never given any information about it. I was never given I was never forwarded any information about it. You know, no no date no nothing i had to find i had to find out from my maternal parental unit that the funeral already happened like i assumed that that everybody that was a fan of hers that everybody that was a fan of hers or whatever they were waiting for people to come into town and then hold services but it was and but funeral was a month ago so like two weeks out so two weeks after she after she went honestly honestly thinking about it now i really do think that it was best that i it was best for me not to attend and as far as the rest of my relatives there's a select few of them select few of them should anything happen to them it is best that i not attend their memorials because while i'm not interested on it while i'm not interested in dispelling illusions and shattering images on this recording I fucking will at a funeral service I would I would hurt I would hurt feelings 
and I'm really trying and I'm still trying to fucking grow as a human being honestly I'm trying to grow even at yes at my big fucking age 36 still trying to grow but one thing that I do know is my nightmares they've stopped I dog from the day I moved from the day I moved out of that house in North County I used to have fucking nightmares I have fucking nightmares man about about like fucking police and and motherfuckers with a court order with a court order saying that I'm incapable of taking care of myself I'm under a fucking guardianship or something like that or some bull or some bullshit like that so first of all like And that scared that scared me a lot. Like I'd wake up in the middle. I would wake up in the middle of the night. I would wake up in the middle of the fucking night. Sometimes, ne- sometimes next to my partner, just disoriented. Cause I would think I would, and I would look around. I look around and. I realize I'm not back in the house no more. That I'm away that I'm away from all. I'm away from all that, man. And I've said it before. I've said it before and I've said it again. I'm just glad nobody was smart enough to take the legal fucking right. To take the legal fucking route to do the fucking paper to do the fucking paperwork because that's what she wanted told she wanted total fucking control what she wanted was total fucking control of me over my finances over me as a person things of that nature and it's like just because she was at one point she was my payee when I was getting disability, she thought that me- she thought that meant something because I distinctly remember this one time I went out and hung with my, I was out hanging with my fr- hanging with a friend of mine. I hung out with a friend of mine and his daughter, and his daughter, like he was showing me, he showed me, and we just and we all chilled. And I come home, and I come home, and she just ra- and she would raise fucking hell. She would just raise hell for no fucking reason. Raise hell for no fucking reason. Just because I was out, out with a friend, and it's like, okay, I'm grown. And she, like, shit clicked. Shit began to click for me about what she was trying to do to me because I distinctly remember this phrase that she uttered well I'm over your thing 
your your uh, social security. That's what it was all about. That's what everything was all about. She wanted financial She wanted to bind me financially. And she thought that equaled and she thought that equaled like a legal court ordered conservatorship, a fucking guardianship where I where I wouldn't be able to afford an apartment to sign for an apartment, sign for a bank account thing, things of that nature. She thought that's she had a grip on my every move and on every fucking thing I did. And I distinctly remember a visit to the social security office where they told her that shit ended when I turned 18. Like your guardian, like her guardianship over me ended when I turned 18. How did I come into her care? Well, Taj, how did you come into her care? You ass. I was three months old. I was three months old. Uh, had a foster uh, from foster care, and they placed me with fam, and they placed me with family. Gods, I wish I could find that foster family. Gods, I wish I could find that foster family because I have a fucking faint memory of being in a goddamn high chair and being fed by some white folks. And apparently, these motherfuckers promised to watch over me from a distance. Oh, uh, where the fuck were? Where the fuck were y'all? Where the fuck were y'all? For real, for real. Whatever. That's neither. Whatever. That's neither here. That's neither here nor there. So I'm sure at her. So I'm sure at her memorial, she was given a she was given a glowing review as far as what kind of person she was. As far as what kind of person she was, and I saw the many fucking mask. I saw the many fucking masks she wore, and had to listen to the many and had to listen to the many fucking complaints that she had regarding her regarding her children. You know, she you know one of her favorite things to say was, literally, my family don't care about me. And let's be and let's be honest. I had to sit like I sat and fucking li I sat and fucking listen. I literally had to listen to that shit. Uh like when her sorry and I had to listen to her go on. And let's be honest. And let's be honest, most most of these motherfuckers ain't care. Most of these motherfuckers ain't care. Let's start. Let's start with the son. Let's start with the sorry ass son. Let's start with him. Let's start with this boom. Let's start with this boom. All the times he fuck. All the times he fucked me over. Aside, we go. We go put that. We go put that shit to the side. And talk about the one time in 2016, I came, I came to the house 
I came to the house to pack my shit and and move on with my life and move on with my fucking life. <laughs> I come home, find her flat, her flat screen, the flat screen TV, the big flat screen in the fucking living room. The, what was it? 40 something inch, 40, 50, whatever. I digress. And then there was a smaller flat screen TV. Neither of which were smart TVs, but still a thing. Gone. Cause I got a call. Cause I got a call from, I got a call while I was gone. Cause I was gone at that point. I was like all but officially moved out. I get a call from from cousin of from a cousin of mine one that i absolutely despise as a human as a human being he asked me he asked me uh about these TVs bitch bitch what i need bitch what i need what i need to do what do i need with flat screen TVs first of all and the whole hood so and basically the whole hood told on him the loser uncle not not the bitch ass cousin but that 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 nigga's a story for another day and and all the grief he gave her fuck fucking man child all the fucking grief he gave her when he first when he first got out of fucking prison and I'm sure he was the, and I'm pretty sure at her fucking service he was doing the absolute fucking loot most. Don't play, don't do me. Don't fucking do, don't fucking do me. Ugh. Look, look. As I said earlier, speaking ill of the day, that don't speak ill of the deadline is horse shit. It's horse shit, and people only say that shit because they only want to make themselves they only want to make themselves look good. I disagree. I disagree with the sentiment just because. And here's why I disagree with that sentiment. Somebody, a motherfucker that was terrible to you in life, die. Don't suddenly, it don't suddenly make them a good ass person. It don't. Oh, God. But, but let's go, but let's go back. Let's go back. So, like I said, I'm sure she was given a very glowing, she was given a very glowing review as far as who she was as an as an individual. This is some, this, this episode is basically me giving an honest eulogy. If I'd have been a, if I would have been at it, it was best that I wasn't told. 
I'm pretty grateful that I wasn't told anything about this funeral service. Because if I had and I was asked to speak, this is the exact eulogy that I would be given. And I really, and you, you know, you can say what you, you can say what you want to say, but the fact is, but the fact is, I'm just telling, I'm telling the truth. I'm keeping, I'm keeping it a buck. I, I just. This was someone, this was someone who would sing my praises in one breath and then turn around and insult me in the next. Nothing I did was, nothing I did was ever good enough for this old lady. I could read. No job I got, no job I ever got was good enough for this lady, but. She had no problem accepting the money I made from the jobs that she would fucking insult. I mean, I was going, I was going to school. I get up at fucking five thirty. Get up five thirty in the morning. Go catch the catch the bus at six thirty, six forty-five. Come home. 636 45 at one particular job and come home come home at fucking six come home at fucking 6 30 that come home 5 30 6 o'clock 6 30 that night depending on the fucking day and find and find motherfuckers slouching I'm getting up. I literally, this was someone, she was too scared. She was too scared to cut down her one. She was too scared to cut down her one grandson and too scared to cut down her son to his face. So, so she had, so she felt like she had to lump me in with all these motherfuckers. Like I get up. Like I'm up, I'm up at five five thirty in the, I'm up at five five thirty in the morning wiping shit off your late off your late husband's ass, changing, bait helping you bathe him get him out of bed change, put on the pins give him put on clothes, dress him shave him brush his heart. Dressing them, shaving them, brushes her, and still have to go to fucking school. And still have to get get myself ready for school. I'm what? I'm bringing home his fucking clothes from the nursing home on the bus to be washed, so you can take so you can take them back up there. I'm leaving. I left. For work, I had to be at work at fucking five o'clock one night when I was working for fucking Schnooks. I'm leave. I'm gone at three, and your slouch ass son 
is in bed. Got a, and I and I got I got the fucking picture. I'm like, and I got the fucking picture. I'm getting up. I'm getting ready for work. And I got the fucking picture. And your slouch ass son is laying up in bed. And your sorry, and your one sorry ass grand, and your one sorry ass grandson that you were fucking scared of. Just ain't doing fuck off, doing fuck off, smoking bud, smoking bud. Granted, I smoke and not contrib and not contributing jack shit in the house, but you have the nerve to compare me to these jackasses, cut me down, cut me down, and call me lazy after all the all the shit I ever, all the shit I did for this old lady. And she had the nerve to cut me down, cut me down, call me lazy, and all this other bullshit. But I'm working my ass off. I'm working my ass off. Um, fucking, I was fucking trying to go to school. This is the same woman that got me. This is the same old lady that got mad at me because I didn't have four hundred fucking dollars. I didn't have four hundred fucking dollars to my damn name. Because you let one of your junky ass daughters, your fucking one of your pill junky ass daughters, have money that you chose to enable. You chose to enable her habit by giving her pills, and I guess you gave her four hundred fucking dollars, and you were mad that I didn't have that four hundred dollars to my name. Make that shit make. Make that shit make sense. All right. I don't want to keep y'all and I want to try to keep some of these episodes short. But this is basically the eulogy I would have given. It's basically to me the eulogy that this lady deserved. And once again, not speaking quote unquote ill of the dead is horseshit. It's horseshit. Is it's to make yourself it's to make yourself feel good about how you really feel. It's it's the shame. It's the shame a motherfucker that's been through shit. It's a lie, man. And now, if you ask me, Taj, she gone, man. How do you feel? I don't feel nothing. I just wish she would have been a better fucking human being. I just wish she would have taken time to heal her own trauma, to get therapy or something. Maybe... And maybe all this shit I feel, and maybe we could have avoided all of this if she would have just let herself heal from from all the infidelity, from the loss of her young daughter. At 
I just really, I just really wish that she would have been a better human being. That's all. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and sign off. Y'all know my social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all spelled the same, J.Ernterias. And we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Look, I got no joy, no satisfaction, no pleasure from doing this episode. For me, this was for me, this was about closure. For me, this was about putting my demons to bed. And that's all this was. No more. No less. Look. I can't even bring myself to say that I'm sorry for y'all's loss. Because it wouldn't be genuine. Because I just can't. I can't bring my I can't bring myself to do it. it. It wouldn't be authentic. And doing this episode was the best one. Was the only way to do it that was fair. Not just to I guess my relations, but to myself. Because, honestly, the thought crossed my mind, but I'm kind of glad I didn't know anything about this funeral. Because <laughs> if my intrusive thoughts would have won, I would have disrupted it with this eulogy. I really would have. So with that being said, I'm out for real, and I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.